Welcome to Mystery Files, guys. <laughs> What's up? We are here. Welcome. Welcome. We've had a night so far, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Some girl ate some milkshake out of a trash can. Yeah. That was our night so far. I had to get dinner, so. <laughs> I tried to get a milkshake and it took me a hot minute. It was not out of the trash, though, so that's good. Yeah, it took like 30 minutes. Poor that's why this is, a, this is a late episode. We are filming at 10 p.m. right 10.03. 10.03 p.m. Come. Oh Welcome. my gosh. Have we done late, late episodes one? like this? Wait. We used to film at nine o'clock before. Yeah. When we, we did. lived downtown. We did nine o'clock shows and we'd get That's back ten thirty, I think. Yeah, so we did sort of late. I think we did one that we came back at like midnight, didn't we? Like we did a yeah, late Yeah, I'm trying to think one. of when it was because I feel like it was late late. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. This is like spicing it up. <laughs> I feel, yeah, no, it's like a different energy because I'm like slightly sleepy. I got like four hours of sleep last night. So I'm oh, like, but I felt good when I woke up this morning. I can't tell if it's like fake energy though, mm-hmm. you know? It's fake. It's fake energy. It's gonna hit you. <laughs> well, you're probably gonna go crazy on this episode. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Welcome. probably. I'm actually pretty calm right now for the that's, most part. That's the scary part. It's like the eye of a hurricane. <laughs> eye of a tornado? Eye of the tornado? Or is it the same thing? It's the calm before the storm. Yeah, no, I can't figure out any metaphors or, uh, what are they called? Life sayings? I couldn't, I kept trying to say them. <laughs> Life I kept sayings? trying to say them at the Five Guys. I was like, live by uh, the sword, die by the pen. <laughs> what is that? I don't even, what? wait, now what I, think I, I think I know what you're trying to say now. What is it? Die by the pen? Live yeah. by the, what, I don't know. Live by the sword, die by the pen? Is that the saying? I don't think that's it, but I think you're <laughs> on to some sort of saying somewhere. Let us know in the comments if you would like to follow us on Instagram at the Mystery Files underscore and just yeah. DM me a bunch of life sayings. Please I'll say them on the show. Please tell us what Logan is trying to say because I'm <laughs> do I'm genuinely curious. I'm about to Google after mm-hmm. the show to figure out what it is. But and yeah. if you have any good insults that I can tell to Tiffany for the next episode, you can also message yeah. me there for it. Also, give me some insults for Logan just to spice it up a little bit. <laughs> we need to stir the pot. We'll both see them though. Yeah, you're right, but that's okay. <laughs> just don't. If you see my name. Okay, how about I don't log into the Instagram Mondays through Wednesdays? Okay, okay. And then that's when you get my hate comments, and then I log in <laughs> Thursdays through Sundays. I'm going to get myself locked out of the account, so I'm not going to remember the password that often. I'm going to change the password every two days. Yeah, literally. I keep trying to make, if anyone doesn't know, I make all the captions for the things. <laughs> I've gotten real corny before. What did I say? For the last one. I used a lot of swimming jokes for the mermaid The mermaid. One. Wait, that wasn't the last one, was it? What was oh, the no, last one? Oh, no, we did one? Seven Ancient Wonders. Seven Wonders, yes. Which I was trying to remember was... the other day so I could be prepared. <laughs> Which was episode five. So we're on episode six of season six. Ah, welcome. Let's go. Heck yeah. Okay, what did, I, what did I say for the mermaid one? I said... You got your floaties on, winky oh, no. face. Come dive into an all-new episode of season six mm-hmm. of the Mystery Files as we swim through the aquatic case of mermaids. Stop yourself! <laughs> Not the aquatic case of mermaids. Listen. Not it, the floaties. <laughs> Listen. It is hard trying to find like a new like what's like, is it a verb? Like a verb to put in front of the the case of the like this the quirky case. An of, adjective. An adjective. Logan, listen, I'm not very good at uh, English. I was homeschooled, so I, I, oh. don't, I don't know those. <laughs> oh. But I got an undergrad. Bop, bop. Bop, bop. You're still winning. 
honestly, you made it through college. You you learned enough. You learned what you needed to learn. I learned enough to make it through college with the rest of y'all. So that's <laughs> all that matters. With those grades, <laughs> heck yeah. But yes, no. welcome to the show, guys. Also, if there's any new listeners, hey, what's up? I was, able, I was able to meet some new people the other day who said they were going to listen. So if you are listening, hey, remember me. What's up? Oh, yeah. You did tell me about that. Yeah. There's people interested in it. Yeah. I'm Tiffany. And that this is, is Logan. Logan. <laughs> so welcome to the show. We're excited to have you here. We do new cases each week, mostly. But yeah. We do new ca- Oh, you mean each week. All right. Each week. We try to do one each week. But if we don't, we send our love. We're humans. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes things just come up, you know? Life just becoming like a train. There's podcasts that do like two or three episodes a week. I don't know how they keep But I'm up like, with they're it. probably doing it to make a living, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that's probably like their money. That's I'm what like, we're doing with I'm, the $20 in total we've made. In this entire time. <laughs> and we're grateful for every single stream. We're just doing stream. it for fun, honestly. But if you want to give us money, uh, yeah. sponsors, heck yeah. You want to yeah. tip me on Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tip me on Venmo. No, if you want to sponsor us, Cool Beans. But we're just doing it because we love this. We love you guys. So, hey. Yes. But yeah. So yeah, like briefly mentioned, uh, we talked about the Seven Ancient Wonders mm-hmm. last time. That one did pretty good. Um, a lot of people seem to enjoy that one. I hope everyone got to the end of the episode to hear our beautiful story of our sailor man. Sailor man? Helios. Helios? The god. Wait, is this the, the, the guy? The guy who's naked and you like walk through his butt crack? I was yeah. going to tell you that I saw this thing. We all, if anyone doesn't know, I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan, but it reminded me of this thing. Oh boy. Because I guess when Michael Jackson came out with the history album, they built like this huge statue on the water of in like Paris and then somewhere else. And I was like, oh my gosh. You're like, but no way. He was, he was clothed. Oh, so cool. it wasn't as crazy as his was other Was he in thing. a full suit? He was in like one of his outfits, like mm. fancy like military style jacket and curled hair and the front glasses. Oh Hold my look. god, I'd cry. But I saw it and I was like, oh, it's kind of like. <laughs> it's kind of like the goddess, god Helios. He is one of the seven wonders, honestly. <laughs> Michael Jackson's the eighth wonder of the world. He's the eighth wonder. <laughs> we need to do a death hoax episode so I can talk about Michael Jackson. <laughs> is I'd... that today's episode? You're like changing no. concepts? I'm like, what if? And then it is. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not today, Home Slice. Not we were today. waiting for our food, and we were just, like, sitting there waiting. <laughs> you were just like, you're going to like this case. <laughs> you are. I'm excited. I said, like, what was it? I asked if it was true crime, and you were like, you always say sort of. Well, because it could be. <laughs> Theoretically. There's some things that could be. Also, I got really scared that we did this before, but I don't think we have. Isn't that a scary I, like, fear? always have to look back through our episodes, but Ooh. I don't think. Maybe we've talked Ooh. about it slightly, but I don't think we have have. So, yeah. Would you yeah. like a little drum roll to get into the case? Yes, please roll All me right, in. right, here we go. Mm-hmm. This week on Sea Mystery Files, we will be presenting the case of vampires. <laughs> Why yeah. do you think we've done that before? I don't know. It's in my brain somewhere. Or talked about it? Vampires. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh. It's interesting, but I don't know. No, I don't think we've ever done vampires. Which is surprising. Oh, this is a very monster-heavy season, isn't it? Yeah. We're doing a lot of monsters. Yeah. Aw. So, let's get into this intro. Okay. So, vampires are evil mythological beings who roam the world at night, searching for people whose blood they feed upon. They might be the best-known classic monsters of all. Most people associate vampires with Count Dracula, the legendary blood-sucking subject of Bram Stoker's epic novel Dracula, which was published in 1897. But the history of vampires began long before Stoker was born. Vampires are the product of countless different fables, folktales, and superstitions drawn around the world and combined. The vampire we know today is a multifaceted creature. 
But where do vampires come from? And are they living among us? Among us. <laughs> among us. Among us. The hit game. Never played it. <laughs> but I'm glad people the, like it. The sus monster is actually a vampire. <gasps> Scandal. Aww. So, let's get into some of the original vampires. To put some history, put some the context. OG vampires. Those OG vamps. Put some name on, put some uh, respect on... Mm-hmm. Count Chocula. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should have. I should have got a box, even though they're probably not selling right now. That should be the cover of this episode, Count Chocula. Oh, <gasps> can it be? That'd be really cute. That would be kind of cute, actually. Now you have to. If you don't, I'll be very disappointed. <laughs> Maybe for the IG story, we'll see. <laughs> Personally, if you don't, I think we have to end the show. <laughs> I think we're breaking up. Thank you, everybody. Have this has night. been the mystery vibe. <laughs> Anyway, so let's get into the OG vampires. So the idea of a dark supernatural being which lives off the blood, spirit, or flesh of human beings can be found in the folklore of pretty much every human culture that has ever existed. In most cases, vampires were believed to be those returned from the dead, either by demonic possession or other dark forces. So the vampires which still abound in our popular culture can be traced mostly back to Eastern Europe. In the 18th century, tales that have been handed down orally for generations were... finally put onto the page, and our vampire canon was born. Hysteria grew around the idea that corpses were buried with stakes through their hearts to prevent them from returning, and many were excerpted on vampirism charges. Vampirism? Yeah, so, like, if someone was suspected of being a vampire, like, the disease, they would call it as vampirism. Like, they had vampirism. I did not know that. Yeah, I've only known you just become a vampire. A vampire, but if you are a vampire, you have vampirism. Or... Oh, that's horrifying. I've been diagnosed with vampirism. <laughs> I got a vampirism doctor. Oh my Help god! Me. So, um, the more attractive aristocratic breed of vamps arrived in the popular books of the 19th century, such as Bram Stoker's Dracula and John Polidori Polidori's. The vampire. That sounds right. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Vampire's superstition thrived in the Middle Ages, especially as the plague decimated entire towns. The disease often left behind bleeding mouth lesions on its victims, which to the uneducated was a sure sign of vampirism. So they're like, ah, they're bleeding from their mouth. Vampirism. That's a vampire. But I'm like, couldn't that just be tuberculosis? I mean, wouldn't wouldn't that have been really common for that point in time? At that time, people were like coughing up blood. You know what? That's probably what it was, honestly. It probably was not. Forget the case. It's just tuberculosis. <laughs> the mysterious case of tuberculosis. It was just a bunch of typhoid <laughs> Marys out there. Hmm? Typhoid Mary? Who? Ah, uh, typhoid Mary, Logan LeMaster. <laughs> she was, like, one of the most, like, well-known cases of someone with typhoid fever. I made a whole short film about it in, like, 10th grade. <laughs> Wait, is that where, that where I where I died? <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> and I made a whole plot. I like said that the nurse killed me or poisoned. Wait, the yeah. nurse tried to poison me yeah. because she was like, "I'm over this. I don't want to get typhoid fever." So she tried to poison me, but she drank out of my poison cup because she was stupid, and the nurse died. Did you say you tried to have your friends do it? Like, come on, it would be fun, and then you went all director <laughs> yeah. on them, and you were like, I went, "I'm the director and the star here." Wait, no, that was my, um, that was when I made a Beowulf movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> For class. Honestly, that was iconic. I think I've seen both of <laughs> we them. We have a whole scene where we're just eating chicken wings and I'm yelling. <laughs> it's a hit, honestly. You should do a re- remake of that. I get everyone with, with together. With Dracula, with the book. 
I'm just going to make a Dracula remake. So you should and I have to make English you do it. Teacher? I have to make you and Danielle do it. <laughs> it's the same type of energy it would have been in high school. Yeah. Except you have to act like you don't want to be there as much, you know? <laughs> like, oh, Logan, come on. It'll be go, fun. Oh, no. I don't know. No. <laughs> so, yeah, basically typhoid fever. They're probably just vampires. That's mm. what I guess. But it wasn't uncommon for anyone with an unfamiliar physical or emotional illness to be labeled a vampire. So if they're like, eh, you look a little emotional. You, you got, got some... hay fever? Vampire. You got hay fever? Vampire. You you have anxiety? Vampire. Vampire. Like, it's easy. So, stomach bug? Vampire. Literally a vampire. Got shot in the stomach, now you're bleeding? Vampire. Vampire. It's in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so many researchers have pointed to porphyria, a blood disorder that can cause several blisters on skin that's exposed to sunlight as a disease that may be linked to the vampire legend. Mm. Wait, didn't I have that last summer? <laughs> you might have. Remember when I told you I was having an allergy to the sun and I was getting blisters on my chest? Yeah. <gasps> Am I a vampire? Are you a vampire? I'll, I don't know if it was called that, though. It was like poly... It wasn't Polyamorous, the... yeah. <laughs> Not quite. This one's called porphyria. Porphyria? But mine mm. wasn't called that. <laughs> it was something else with a P, but it wasn't that. You should yell out right now since it's nighttime to see if any of your vampire brethren are out there. And then just... You just fly away into the night. What What do you want me to yell? Are my <laughs> yell brethren? out to your vampire brethren. Be like, hello, are you out hello. there, my vampire? Hello, starshine. <laughs> <laughs> From the evening, come welcome me. So anyway, some symptoms of porphyria can be temporarily relieved by ingesting blood. Other diseases blamed for promoting the vampire myth include rabies or goiter. I don't know what that is. Goiter? Goiter? Is that the thing where you cut your foot off? Maybe. That's... What was that? Vampire? It was the kitty. Hi, baby. Sounded like it was yelling. <laughs> anyway. When a suspected vampire died, their bodies were often disintegrated to search for signs of vampirism. In some cases, a stake was thrust to the corpse's heart to make sure they stayed dead. Other accounts describe the decapitation and burning of the corpses of suspected vampires well into the 19th century. Can you imagine how, like, disrespected these people probably felt? Like, their souls, like, just just being stabbed. Yeah, that would hurt. And burned. I bet all these places are so haunted from that. Because oh they never God, had yeah. peace. Like, they weren't laid to rest because they were just, like, brutally, mm -hmm. like, ugh, torn apart. Oh, my God. I couldn't even imagine. Let's go to the campsite. Oh, the, camp oh, the campsite. <laughs> the campsite. We should go to the graveyard to see how haunted it is. Yeah. All of the graveyards. Honestly, we like, come out, you cowards! You cowards! <laughs> All of vampires rise. And then they got the stakes on us now. They're like, ah. aha, the tables have turned. Ah, the stakes <laughs> have turned. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. It so took us 20 minutes in, no, 15 minutes in maybe to make our first uh, Dracula, like. I'm surprised. We, I should have done half of this in a uh, Dracula accent. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Characteristics of a vampire. I feel Ooh. like yours is pretty good. Mine's not. Mine is very good. Very good. Ha ha ha. I think my laugh is just not. It's not it. Anyway, let's get into some characteristics to see if I'm truly a vampire or if you're a vampire. So let's see. Because there's a long history of walking corpses and blood-sucking ghouls in folklore, it is difficult to pin down a distinct a distinct set of characteristics consistently attributed only to vampires. Central to vampire myth, however, is the consumption of human blood or otherwise essence, such as bodily fluids or psychic energy. So, followed closely by the possession of sharp teeth or fangs, which 
to facilitate the task. In most depictions, vampires are undead, that is to say, having been somehow revived after death, and many are said to rise nightly from their graves or coffins, often necessarily containing their native soul. Soil. Whoa. Ew. Soil? So, soil. Their native soil. So I oh. guess because they raised from their coffins. Oh, that they have the dirt from there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ew. Oh, is that why there's so many depictions of vampires in graveyards then? Like, have you seen those, like, things so. of, like, them in coffins and they come out and they're like, blah. So we could visit all the vampires from this time. Aww. You know, the ones that weren't, you know, stabbed. I bet the mausoleum is, like, crazy with vampires. They're running We should go. I bet there's some Pittsburgh vampires. Oh, my gosh. It's like when we watched, um, oh, what the heck's that show called? Not the, what we do in the shadows, but the, oh, where we thought it was vampires, but it wasn't. American Horror Story? Yeah. Yeah. Because there was the whole graveyard, and they were all like, mm-hmm. Oh, they were walking around, yeah. Yeah, that's what we can do in Pittsburgh. drugs or something like that. Yeah, it was the pill. Yeah, the pill. That whole pill. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, vampires are typically said to be of pale skin. That's, that's me. You. That's, that's really, you. No. You're pale skin, you liar. That's not. You said, I'm tan. I have like... Look in the mirror. Wait, you can't see yourself. You wouldn't know. Huh? You can't see yourself in the mirror. You wouldn't know. That's true. Because you're a vampire. Mm. Mm-hmm. Facts. Um, and range in appearance from grotesque to preternaturally beautiful. I can't read. Is that what that really says? Yeah. Preternaturally? Can you imagine, like, the Russian roulette of being a vampire? It's like you're either going to turn, like, gorgeous and beautiful or hideously ugly. Or so ugly. Which one is it? Good thing you're beautiful, Logan. Good thing I'm beautiful, Good yeah. thing you're beautiful. Good thing I'm beautiful, yeah. And you're, sure. you say, you're not even going to say what I am. You're like, mm, I'm yeah. beautiful. I don't know about you, but. Well, I think, I think if we're doing a one out of two odds, I, th- I think you know what you are. I, th- I think I can. I think I'm grasping what I am. <laughs> so depending on the tale. Um, another frequently cited physical characteristic is the inability to cast a reflection or shadow, which often translate into an inability to be photographed or recorded on film. So that's probably why you can only listen to our podcast, guys, because you can't actually see us recorded on film because we're vampires. So we're actually levitating right now. We're actually Um. we are levitating. It's crazy. (laughs) Logan actually has just sucked the blood of my neighbor. Logan, stop! We're literally live, you weirdo. Ah, you can't hear the screams because he's dead. (laughs) Oh, he's coming back. Okay, you got to be a little quieter, dude. What if your walls are thin right now and your neighbors are just hearing (laughs) you make bits about me murdering them? (laughs) I really hope so. Hey, they're pretty loud. Honestly, they can get over. <laughs> what if they listen to this? What if they're fans? <laughs> Hi, you're not that loud. <laughs> it's just your uh, what's that thing called that grinds stuff up in the sink? The trash compactor. No, that's not what it's called. The the gar- garbage, garbage disposal. disposal trash compactor. What is this? That <laughs> Wally movie? Yeah. Isn't aw. he a trash compactor? Oh. He's just a robot baby. Maybe he's a vampire. So a person may become a vampire in a variety of ways, the most common of which is to be bitten by a vampire. Ha ha ha. Of course. Other methods include sorcery, committing suicide, contagion, or having Mm. a cat jump over a person's corpse. What? Wait, you're telling me that when I die, if my cat Luna jumps over me, I can become a vampire? Oh my god, yeah, what? 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 Where do they get that from? Is it like cats are magical or something? Is that what I th- they're trying well, to I say? I think cats do have, like, 
mystic they supernatural have, ties. Yeah, they have ties. So it must be some sort mm. of folklore thing that, like, if a cat jumps yeah. over a person's corpse, they become... I know cats are supposed to see the most, like, spiritual entities and stuff out of any animal. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Also, they have ties with, like, witchcraft and yeah other sorcery type things. Dogs but... can see stuff, but I'm pretty sure cats are supposedly, like, able to see, like, all... Mm, that freaks me out because Dipper would be looking weird sometimes. <laughs> no, no, Binks will do the same thing. She'll just be staring somewhere, and I'm like, "There's, there's nothing there." There's, Dipper like jerks nothing. his head all around looking at stuff. I'm like, "What are you looking at like that? <laughs> You're so scary." There's no baby birds or nothing. They're just staring. No, honestly, he looks like the way Luna would look mm-hmm. at a bird. Like how that she's like <gasps> a bird. Yeah. He looks like that everywhere. I'm like, "What are you seeing?" There's this one time I saw Chloe. Like, 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 just like staring at a blank wall. I was like, "What are you doing?" Don't she was sitting there for like five minutes. Makes me want to cry because you don't see a spider or anything. It's just yeah. like, what are you staring at? And she wasn't like laying down, like, and she was just facing the wall. She was like perched up, Ugh. staring at the wall. I was like, "What are you?" Maybe they're at your what are you apartment's doing? haunted. I don't think I've told Danielle that story. Maybe I should. You should tell her. Then she's gonna be convinced it's haunted. Actually, she won't care that much. Yeah. Unless like she sees it. She's yeah. gonna be like, ah, you're just joshing. Your place is probably haunted. It is haunted. Oh, it probably us. is. But I'm not gonna accept that. <laughs> Last time I said that, uh, coat fell off the coat rack, so I'm not gonna say that again. The book bag starts like falling Well, because Benjamin around. was, I was like, oh, we should name our ghost. And he was like, let's not give that energy. And as soon as we said that, coat from, fell from the coat <gasps> rack. So we're not gonna say anything anymore. Except if it's a vampire. <laughs> I, I, I don't what care about, if it's a vampire. What if your closet door opened up and there's a vampire and they're like, oh, it's me. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the sitcom. <laughs> it's evening. Welcome to the podcast. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so some people believe, oh my gosh. Wait, wait till you hear this. This is crazy. Okay. Some people believe that babies born with teeth or on Christmas or between Christmas and Epiphany were predisposed to become vampires. What? So... First off, the idea a baby can be born with teeth freaks me out. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's one way that, like, you could potentially be a vampire. But the fact that, like, if you're born around or on Christmas, you could be a vampire. Oh, my God. Well, I was not Is blessed. That... No, I'm not going to say that blast. No, <laughs> what? No! Am I trying to say Jesus? Is Jesus a vampire? Honestly, <laughs> Let's think about it. Hmm. Let me read the good book and get back to you. Let me read the Lord's book. <laughs> I love God. You please, just have to reaffirm. You're like, don't God, spite it's a me. bit for the podcast. I, I love God. Sometimes I'm kind of scared. Just talk about a lot of demons. <laughs> I'm like, people probably think I'm like a Satanist. I tr- Trust me. I do not condone Satan. <laughs> I love God very much. I appreciate Satan. I just don't condone. <laughs> no, you can't say that. God's going to spite you straight down. And I, I get it, honestly. I understand. I do it too. But, like, I'm not God. You know? You're just a vampire. I'm just a vampire. Sent by God. Aww. So, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. I really oh don't want to go to Hecky Wecky. I want to go to heaven so bad. <laughs> Please, God. No, these are jokes. I don't think anyone who says hecky wecky goes to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I hope, I hope not. <laughs> so, um, while vampires usually do not die of disease or other normal human afflictions, and they are indeed often said to have faster than normal healing capabilities, there are various methods for their destruction. The most popular of those include a wooden stake through the heart, mm. fire, decapitation, and exposure to sunlight. 
vampires are often depicted as being repelled by garlic, running water, or Christian implements such as crucifixes and holy water. In some stories, vampires may enter a home only if they have been invited, and in others they may be distracted by scattering the objects such as seeds or grains, and they are compelled to count, thereby enabling potential victims to escape. Oh, so I guess, like, the count in, like, Sesame Street, whatever it was, mm-hmm. like, it makes sense. They're compelled to count, so he was, like, one, ha, 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 two, ha, ha, ha. So it's actually... they're compelled to count, like, actually? Yeah, it enables oh. potential victims to escape, like... That's a very niche joke. I know. It says, dis- um, they may be distracted by the scattering of objects, such as seeds or grains, that they are compelled to count, so they'll count all the seeds and grains, enabling potential victims to escape, so... I guess it's an actual thing in the what lore. What Sesame Street had knew that information when making the count? Like, what? I know. It's weird. I'm like, mm, What's his name? Of... Is it just the count? It's, it's just the count. Count Dracula or just count. I, I think don't it's know. just the count, right? The count. Yeah. It's I'm like, that's count, so funny. It's so clever. mathematics or something. Count mathematics. Let you have to look Google. it up. You need to Google. That's so weird. Count Sesame Street. That cat. Isn't he so cute? I really can he please be our thing for this week? He's such a cutie. I honestly get a shirt with him on it. Can we make one? Wait, we should make a mystery file shirt with the count on it. We should. That'd be cute. I mean, we would get a cease and desist from the Jim Henson company, but that'd be nah. Okay. If it's Wait. for us, he won't. His full name is <laughs> Oh no, I'm scared. Count von Count. Uh-huh. Count Von it's Count. It's Count Von Count. He's oh such a cutie. God. He is cute. I'm going to make a shirt for us. Aww. We don't got to sell to nobody. He seems like a cool dude. He does, little sweet baby. If you go to his Wicked, Wikipedia page, <laughs> it, uh, it says what species he, he is, and it's mm-hmm. Muppet and Vampire. Like, they have Honestly, a title for Muppet and then Vampire. If that's not our entire, entire vibe of existence, <laughs> Muppet and Vampire. It's us. This ba- yeah, no, literally. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to get into a different type of vampire, just so people know. There's, mm. like, the normal vampire, and then there's a psychic vampire, which you'll know as soon as I start talking about it, because okay. it's common. So psychic vampires, often known as energy vampires, oh. yeah, are a species of supernatural creature populating the world. Unlike traditional vampires, they drain emotional energy rather than blood. Yeah, like what we do in the shadows, like the boring yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. At the yes, and then wasn't he in the office? Yeah, draining mm-hmm. people's energy. So characteristics: oh uh, psychic vampires are the most common type of vampire, and they are the only type that is capable of feeding from other vampires. They typically drain energy from others by boring them, annoying them, or making them feel awkward. So, they may also use humor to invoke positive emotion to feed from, but this isn't usually as effective as it is, usually harder for them to amuse others. So, a lot of these just sound, so far, it just sounds like a lot of people you could just experience in your normal day, and you're like, oh, Oh it's making a lot of sense. So, emotions of intense anger or awkwardness give an excess boost of energy to a vampire. Victims become physically tired and weakened when drained, and in mm. extreme cases, they can faint, fall into comas, or even expire. So, die. Expire? Die. <laughs> That's such a weird way to phrase I it. I know. Like, I'm you're like, going to expire. <laughs> oh, yeah, I actually expired from life. <laughs> do, do they mean maybe that, with that, too, that, like, they just suck so much emotional energy out of them, it's just, like, They're, there's no brain in there anymore? Yeah, all of, like, your life source is just... It just sucked out of you. Oh, out, my God. All the way out. 
So the vast majority of people will be drained if an energy vampire feeds on them. But excessively optimistic people, such as Topher, so the guy that was in the, um, what we do in the shadows, he mm. was like the example this website used, can be immune. So he's immune to it because he's also... Wait, was that him? Or is it a different character, Topher? Who's him... Topher in the show? Let me look. Let me look and see. Such as Topher. Wait, was Topher the um assistant guy? He might have been. Let me look. Because it was him and it was someone in relation to like the energy guy in the office. Oh, yeah, he was the assistant. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, can be Let's immune go. to like this. Oh, because he's so optimistic. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> mm, I feel like, gonna... like, slightly, that's like a. I'm not going to say it's a cop-out because I can believe it, but I feel like you're opening a can of worms being like, you're an emotional, like... You're an emotional you're, vampire. You're an emotional vampire. Like, anyone, you just get a bad vibe from, like, yep, that's a vampire. I'm like, you're sucking all the energy out of me. Like, whoever it's decided like, that's what a vampire is opened just a can of worms. I'm like, that could be literally a lot of people that I just experience yeah. on an everyday basis at work. Like... No, literally. I love my job. Too. But listen, <laughs> just customers in any setting... I'm just yeah. saying, you could say that anyone could be an emotional vampire. Exactly. But the more an energy vampire feeds, the more supernaturally strong they become. Energy vampires are drawn to places where boredom can be rife, so like an mm. office space or something like that. Uh, popular hunting grounds can include offices, council meetings, churches, open mic nights. Uh, they can also feed from energy online by trolling internet users, although the energy gained isn't as pure as it would be if they were in person. Oh. So, psychic vampires are unharmed by most vampire uh, deterrents such as sunlight, religious words, or imagery in silver. It is uh, not known how psychic vampires are created and whether or not they are undead. Mm. So, Colin Robinson, an energy vampire, has admitted that he isn't sure. So, there's a lot of, like, self... Uh, self-proclaimed... Energy vampires <laughs> and just self-proclaimed actual, like, quote, actual vampires. What? A lot of people, like, just self-proclaim, I am this type of vampire. I identify as yeah. an energy vampire. Like, people out there just what? do this and they're known for being a vampire. It's weird. Wait, like, that just sounds like they're getting off on just being a jerk. <laughs> like, yeah, honestly. It sounds like they're self-identifying as, like, everyone. well, I can't help that I'm doing this around you because I'm trying to be a jerk. Like, Maybe you're just toxic. I'm just an emotional vampire. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's an I excuse to be it. awful. So energy vampires are not immortal in the traditional sense and have a life expectancy of exactly 100 years. Exactly So that's 100. how you'll know if they're actually. So once they hit that 100, clock. They know. So after which they will die from natural causes. Mm. However, shortly after their death, they are reborn as infants from the stomach cavity. Oh! The stomach cavity? <laughs> listen, listen. It says they are reborn as infants from their the stomach cavity of their decaying corpse. <gasps> that grosses me out on some Who level. Who takes care of them? They're a baby. They're a whole baby. Ugh. Don't you just have someone be like, hold please, and then you just lay down, oh, die, and then it's you just... Go, Sorry, <laughs> I just turned 100. Can someone... Oh my god, it's like Ew. an alien when all yeah. the little things come out of the stomach. Well, that's oh my god. so gross. Uh, it's presently unknown if reborn infant energy vampires retain any memories from their previous lives. Oh. Because of their inherent nature, psychic vampires come across as very self-centered and will have an uncaring, nihilistic view of other people. They can, however, form and value positive friendships. Oh. So, ah, they're good friends, but they suck. Literally, your energy. I feel like they're just describing a person. Like. Yeah, except for the whole, like, uh, being reborn from your stomach cavity thing. Yeah, they, I think they threw that in there for fun. Yeah, they said, let's do that. I feel like this could be anyone, because yeah. being a 
positive person in someone's life and then being emotionally draining to someone else is very subjective. It's like, so, like mm, honestly, that could literally be anyone. Could literally, like, we're all energy vampires then yeah. at that point. Are we all just sucking each other's energy? Yeah. Exactly. You say no, and I'm like, maybe I'm the vampire. <laughs> but I guess there's, like, common abilities of psychic vampires in their normal state, so, like, they drain energy, there's emotional manipulation, uh, they have psychic abilities that can manipulate people into regressing to emotions that they can then feed off of, so oh. they can kind of manipulate the emotions of other people. Uh, there's empathy, so psychic vampires can sense intense emotions from a distance, helping them find prey, so, like, they can really <laughs> feel out the room. I'm sorry, that just reminds me, have you seen those, like, empathetic <laughs> memes on TikTok? No. Where it's, like, the meme will be, like... This guy running down the street and he breaks his leg and he's like, ah, I'm hurt. I, I broke my leg. And that's like me, an empath. Oh. I think this guy broke his leg. <laughs> Wait, I've seen those on TikTok. <laughs> that's me and empath. But it's all in the comments, though. Oh, yeah. No, in yeah, the comments. Me and yeah. empath sensing. <laughs> those ones are so Like, just funny, the like... most, like, recognizable thing. You're like, okay. Yeah. Me no. and empath. I think we're doing a podcast right now. <laughs> me and empath sensing you're also doing a podcast with me. <laughs> Aw, we're so empathetic. Aww, me and Empath thinking you're a vampire too. Aw. And Empath. We're definitely vampires then. Definitely. Sure. I'm finding my prey right now. <laughs> so, uh, also, they can shape shift, although not practice often. Uh, energy vampires are capable of shape shifting into animals. Um, and then well, they can nice. also levitate, which you mentioned earlier. <gasps> Which so, is us. but Aww. energy vampires are typically incapable of flight, but can levitate for short periods of time. So, mm. clearly, since you guys didn't get to see it, sadly, but we were levitating earlier. Yeah. So I don't know. So just that's another checkbox for us. That it's we're just another vampires. check. Agelessness is another one, and we look so stinking young, guys. Go check yeah, out our I'm Instagram. Like so beautiful. Like people think I'm twelve all the time. Yeah. They want to like make me go to the twelve and under menu, and I'm like, that's a great deal. But I'm twenty. <laughs> how old am I? Twenty two years old. <laughs> I Am thought I, I was 25 yeah. today. I like told Danielle, I was like, oh my god, my birthday's coming up. I'm gonna be 25. And she was like, what? What? No, I'm 22, right? I'm having a midlife crisis. No, I'm 22, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you? I honestly don't know my age. Is that bad? <laughs> I'm 22. Wrong with that. I'm 22. It's fine. Mm. Yeah, it's fine. It's like whatever. Yeah. Unless you're 23. Why, why do I think I'm 23? Am I good? Wait, no. where were you born? 99. No, I'm 22. I'm going to have a panic attack. Am I 22? Are you 22? I'm not going to think about one, this. 1, 10. I'm 22. I'm going to 11. <laughs> 11. Do I not know my age? 11 okay? plus 12 is 23. Are you 23? You're born in 99? Yeah, it's I don't want to think about this. I'm stressed. Are you 23? <laughs> Wait, I don't. I never think about my age. Because my 21st birthday basically didn't happen. So Yeah. Maybe Am we I are 23? vampires because we're starting to get to that phase where we don't Wait, how old are you? Age. Huh? I'm how 23. Old are you? Then I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> well, right? No, I'm definitely 23 because Benjamin's 24. Oh, okay, perfect. I'm okay now. Oh, we're good. We're all set. <laughs> Honestly. Wait, Benjamin's 24 like now? Oh, he is 24 now. That was the scariest moment of my life. I'm not even joking you. <laughs> hey, it's okay, guys. It was in March. So, like, I, I'm okay to have a past this time. Maybe I forgot my age. Vampire right there. Yeah, like me forgetting. Gaslight you. Me manipulating you into thinking. <laughs> me and Empath, I think you're 23. <laughs> me and Empath sensing you're not 23. <laughs> me and Empath also thinking I'm not 23 when I literally turned 23 in March. So, agelessness. Great. Um, so, it has been implied that energy vampires, like traditional vampires, do not visually age beyond a certain point. So, I didn't age past 12 and that's okay. Yeah. It's fine. So... 
There's also um, damage resistance, so like you can fall from a great height, be run over by a car. <laughs> Dear God. And just be set on fire and no apparent. And you're fine. You're good nothing to go. happened to you. You're fine. Do you feel the pain? I'm sure you'd have to, right? I mean, I feel a lot of pain in my back. Yeah, like you'd have to still feel the senses of it. But like, things. maybe it's from my past life, you know? <laughs> I never got in some crazy accident, and if I did, I was fine because I'm a vampire. You remember because you were reborn through the stomach. I remember the birth like it was yesterday. It was in a graveyard. <laughs> At night. At night. <laughs> At night. Uh, there's an extended lifespan uh, of exactly 100 years, as we learned earlier. There's a rebirth of a natural lifespan. And there's enhanced abilities. So if a psychic vampire feeds from a large source of energy in a short period of time, they can become significantly stronger and gain powers that are typically that they typically do not possess. So that can include... All like Kirby. Like Kirby. They can fly. They have enhanced physical strength. Self-replication. So they can make two of them. Oh my god. So uh, the ability to drain the life force from plants. So they can just like walk up to a plant and go... And make it die. So, (laughs) during these periods of intense power, psychic vampires may be able to drain the energy from people by simply acknowledging them. So, the vampire's appearance could also change. They can grow black lost hair, and their heads may temporarily expand. Their head can temporarily expand? Expand. Like, get bigger. Widen. wider? Ooh. I don't like that. Like the kids in Truck Boy and Lava Girl when they're having that fight, and they're like... Bubble brain, and it's like they have like a big head. Is that too niche? Yeah, <laughs> someone out there is gonna get it. I've seen that movie so many times. I don't know. I can't place what you're talking about. What I think it's mean? my job to just have a wheelhouse of niche references. I'm just, just thinking of thing. like is it the second one when it has George Lopez and the thing, and his head's all big looking. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking of. But I, because I, I get those Kinda two like confused. That. Except Spy Kids three is its own thing. Well, yeah. hitting the mic, but yeah, or the thumbs. <laughs> Always the thumbs. So, now let's get into vampire stories. These are not really Ooh. the energy vampires. They could be, but they're mostly just, like, vampire like, vampires. Blah, 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 blah. The blah, blah, blah vampires. <laughs> so, the first one, the most well-known guy, Vlad the Impaler. Love, love that guy. <laughs> love that guy. Everyone has heard the famous stories of Vlad the Impaler, the ruthless ruler who led a reign of terror across Europe between the years of 1456 and 1462. While he has gone down in history as being a just ruler, according to History.com, he still had a reputation for brutal brutality uh, due to his favorite way of eradicating enemies. He had a love for impaling people, which is obviously what inspired his historic title. But wow. supposedly, his cruel actions didn't simply end at impaling. Oh. It was also rumored that Vlad the Impaler would dip his bread into the blood of his enemies. Dear God. But there's no evidence to discount or confirm this accusation. While it would be fitting for such a tyrannic ruler, these gruesome habits are also said to have inspired Bram Stoke Bam wow, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm-hmm. So which took place in the same location, Romania, and a castle which Vlad the Impaler would have been familiar with, Bran Castle. Mm-hmm. Therefore, Vlad the Impaler has become well known in vampiric history, even though the traditional actions of a vampire are slightly different than what Vlad yeah. was considered, but he did inspire this whole I mean, Vlad is, like, a very, very common name in, like, vampire, like, media. Like, it's used all the time because it's, like, the OG kind of thing. I would really like to read Dracula. I have, Mm -hmm. surprisingly, I've never read it. I've never been super into vampires, which I was surprised that I was so drawn to this subject. You're, like, so you wanted to do this one. Yeah, Yeah. well, because I started working on it a couple weeks ago. Like, I just picked the idea, and then I Mm -hmm. started seeing all these different 
things. Things about it, and you were like, Yeah, oh. just, like, different vampire-related things recently, and just I was like, I'm gonna do it. Them. Yeah, so I was wow. like, this is the week to, like, work on it, work on it, so. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm the same way. I'm not, like, a, I'm not, like, a, not a fan of vampires, but I don't really think about them that much, so it's interesting mm-hmm. to, like, see that kind of stuff go on. Yeah. Uh, I guess I was gonna say, I could see how, um, Vlad stuff could be fictional, like, tales that are told, like, throughout, like, the country of like his rule because it was so cruel it's like um coming up with like stories to kind of really show how brutal and cruel he was so Mm -hmm. i could see that being very true too that's just really interesting to me yeah i'm like we just seem and plus like the castle i feel like it all just builds into like this creepy yeah mysterious like who was this guy what did he do after yeah. he killed these people because how many people have like genuinely actually like seen him or met him like yeah what, what is factual or not i know do they have a uh, dracula movie or am i dumb yeah they do mm-hmm. i've never seen it now dracula? i want to watch it yeah is there it's called dracula I believe you. I'm just, I want to see it. I want to know what the vibe it's is. Supposed to be an, it is an iconic Like, movie. I'm thinking of Nosferatu, which I watched, and sorry for all you film buffs out there, but I hated it. I fell asleep. It was boring. But Dracula might be better, because I think Nosferatu just really put a bad taste in my mouth as far as mm-hmm. vampire movies. Let's look up. What is it called? Dracula. Bram, Bram, Bram Stoker's Dracula. That's what the movie's called, too? Wait, no. Wait, no, that's, that's, that's not the one. No, no, Dracula. Yeah, I was right. The 1931 movie. Oh, uh, see, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> like, the Listen, 30s. if I was, like, 18, I would be so into that, but mm. I feel like going to school for a film just kind of took all the fun away from watching movies from the 30s, because I had to watch yeah. so many. Like, yeah, because uh, Bram Stoker was the novel. Yeah, like, he wrote Dracula, and then they made a 1931 movie called Dracula, and then they did a reboot in 1992. Maybe I'll watch the Bram. reboot. <laughs> the reboot from 92? I think I would like that. I know I should probably watch the original one, but I'm probably not going to. You can always just watch a highlight reel. You're right. Or I can read the book. We have the book at the store, yeah. so I might just get it and read it. So, let's get into another vampire case. So, we've got Miss Mercy Brown. She's one of the, also another famous case. Oh. Um, another well-known figure in vampire lore is Mercy Brown, perhaps one of the most tragic of tales. Brown is said to be one of the most notorious vampires in history. She, lives, she lived in Exeter, Rhode Island in the late 1800s. Similar to the witch trials of Salem, Massachusetts, there was a period of time where residents of New England believed the vampirism was also an evil disease, and the bodies of the undead would often be searched for what townspeople considered to be signs and symptoms of vampirism. Uh, Brown was one of the many members of her immediate family who passed on around the same time, thus prompting an investigation into their deaths and the potential for vampirism. During this time, it was not uncommon for people to blame such a mass tragedy on one family member, thus citing vampirism as the cause. So I guess a bunch of people in her family died around the same time, and then she died, so they were like, hmm, this is getting a little shady because so many people yeah, died at the same time. they're noticing a consistency, like a pattern. Where yeah. was this? This was in Rhode Island, I believe. Okay. Got it. Yes, Rhode Island. Okay. So, um, it was a combination, yeah, it was a combination of biology and coincidence that Brown died during the winter in New England, and she was also buried in an above-ground vault, which helped to preserve her body for far longer than the average burial. Mm. Therefore, when her body was exhumed and examined, it was determined that vampirism was the cause of such miraculous preservation, even though, like, 
it would make sense that she would be preserved because it was like they don't know the science behind like how preserving works yeah like she would have been fine not fine but she would have been pretty well kept because it was so cold outside yeah but uh after she was accused the townspeople cut out her heart and burned (gasps) it as was common practice for those suspected of vampirism at the time. Oh so, my god, I've never heard of that before. I know, I'm like... Wow, not even a stake through, like, removing of the heart? Yeah, That's they, like, crazy. completely removed her heart. Wow, um, I've never heard of that before. I know, like, I heard, like, there was something at the beginning about how they would, like, would stab them in the heart, burn them, decapitate, yeah, but, like, but still, physically oh taking gosh. out her heart is, ugh, Ooh. disgusting. So... In order to prevent her from further cursing her family to the grave, so they decided to cut her out and cut her heart out and burn it to stop this curse. Oh my god! So in addition, they then f- this is so disgusting. They then fed the ashes of her heart to her sick brother. What? Which first off, why did they think that would be a good idea? What year is this? What year was this? Uh, this sounds like some. I don't know. It, like... Late eighteen hundreds. That, that, it sounds that like sense. some 1800s, said, like, yes. Oh, my God. What is with people in the 1800s? They're if you stupid. if you're a time traveler and you're listening from the 1800s, get a grip on yourself. You're an idiot. What? You're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess they fed her to the sick brother, and not surprisingly, he died shortly after. What Gee, I wonder why. Maybe it's the ashes of the burnt heart from your dead sister, oh stupid. Oh, my God. And then the, the, what probably happened was is that they were like after he passed, they were like, "See, look, she did it again." Or <laughs> she struck like again. That. Yeah, like blame the consistency. Her. Oh my! People are God. so dumb, but she, yeah, that's one of the most famous. I've never cases. heard of that one before. I think I've heard of her name before, but I've never heard of like that whole uh, that whole thing. That is crazy. Not, not her brother eating the heart. And this is the same like uh, hypochondria of like the Salem witch trials too, right? Yeah, it's, like the same time period. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like, just the mass hysteria of, like, people saying everyone was a yeah. vampire. Oh, my God. Like, couldn't be us. Mm-mm, could not be me. Well, it could be for vampires. I mean, but... yeah, but. <laughs> Teehee. So, this next person, I'm going to butcher their name, and I'm just going to say sorry now. This guy was named Peter Plogojowicz. We're going to call him Peter. All right. (laughs) So this Serbian villager and accused bloodsucker was exhumed and staked through the heart a few weeks after his death in 1725. In his book, Vampires, Burial, and Death, folklorist Paul Barber treats Peter as the quintessential European vampire because his exhumation closely follows the broader pattern, pattern of the superstition. Peter was the first in his village to die of a sickness, and subsequent local deaths were blamed on his late-night predations. So oh. a, a rather gruesome-sounding autopsy revealed that what were considered the tell signs of vampirism at the time. Mm-hmm. So this is what the autopsy said. So I'm going to read it like I'm oh my God. some 1700s okay. Okay. I'm ready for it. Autopsy. I'm ready for the fantasy. <clears throat> Imagine it's black and white flickering. You ready? Mm-hmm. I did not detect the slightest odor that is otherwise characteristic of the dead in the body was completely fresh one witness wrote the hair and beard had grown on him the old skin which was somewhat whitish had peeled away and a new fresh one had emerged under it not without astonishment i saw some fresh blood in his mouth oh my god wait are they saying did they that saying there that he grew a beard like as he was dead yeah he grew a beard um some skin peeled away and fresh skin had grown how underneath do beards it. beards work? I mean, I know I have a beard, but, like, how, how... 
I feel like it would continue to grow for a little bit until your like the rest of your body caught up. Like catches up with you. I don't know. I feel like I'm it like, would. Now I'm like skeptical. You should look it up. Does hair I'm grow after right you die? I feel like we've used a lot of Google searches today, yeah. but that's okay. That's I feel like I've read about this before. I don't know really? why, but I think it keeps growing for a little bit. Now I need to know. I'm like looking that? it up right now. What are these noises? Is that Benjamin? I'm not sure. Here in Fallen. Oh, so. <gasps> what? What? Okay, so this is even worse. Oh, I feel no. like. So it says hair and fingernails may appear longer after death, but it's not because they are still growing. It's because the um, uh, the skin around them is starting to retract into the uh, body, so it's uh, pushing out. So that might be what he saw was like it wasn't growing; it was just his skin was retracting. Ew! What about oh. the skin that peeled away and fresh but, skin came under? I guess it's kind of the same idea. I guess you can kind of see like how like they would do an autopsy and like freak out like that way. But does he mean like it was growing like rapidly quick? Because if that's the case, I'd be like, uh, uh-uh, uh. I don't know. Go. He said um, I'd quit my job. The body was completely fresh. The hair and beard had grown on him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like there was like old skin and other skin grew underneath it Mm-mm. well then, maybe that's what they meant like the retraction honestly. of yeah. the skin and like reborn Ooh. dead skin cells peeling and then like there's still being other skin underneath it i need a bath <laughs> i know oh and then the he saw fresh blood on the mouth so like first off how do you know it's fresh and Probably two it. two what if it was just there and you're blind like mm. what you're, maybe you're just bad at your job maybe you're just <laughs> Are you are you stupid or just bad at your job? Or both. Or both. It's seventeen twenty five. Anything's possible. You're right. Seventeen twenty five. <laughs> so this next um, case, there's technically two people. I can't remember the name of the other girl, but it's Lamia and then another person. But this is more of like a Greek mythology okay. vampire demon. But cool. there's two people, but I can't remember the other girl. But it was her sister. But it was her I, sister. It was her sister, dog. <laughs> but there was two girls, and I think that some of this was recorded in the Bible. Stuff. Oh, so Lamia is a character from Greek mythology. She was the queen of Libya and became a demon who ate dev- and devoured children. She is blamed for the sudden death of young children. Um, Lamia was described as a serpentine or just having serpent's tail below waist or snakeskin wrapped around her arms and waist. She was driven by madness, pain, and grief. She was the daughter of the god Poseidon. Her children were sea monsters, Scylla and Achilleos. I'm probably saying those wrong. That's um, pretty good. Thank you. In some folklore stories, Lamia was a night-hunting vampire who seduces men and feeds off their blood. Ah, uh, just she, like me. <laughs> perfect. She is remembered as the first vampire creature who was originally human. Lamia was also a figure in the stories of mothers... Or nannies to threaten and make children behave well. So this kind of sounds like that Christmas case we did. Remember that, like, witch girl? Oh, yes. yes I can't yes, think yes. of her name. I don't But remember. she would eat children or, like, threaten kids that she'd kill oh, them uh, if they didn't behave. Yabba. Oh, oh, I see your face. I see uh, your face. The, the great Yabba something. Do a Google search. Christmas It's Yabba something. Ooh, is it? Parkta, park. Wait, I can't find her. The Great oh my Yaba? God. No, that's not who I'm thinking of. Christmas witch, who eats children. <laughs> I can't spell children. God, the Christmas show is so long ago. Oh, Gryla, you're right. What? Gryla. That's what you were trying to say, right? Gryla. Gryla. 
Gryla. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, she looks weird. I know. I think weird. I'm thinking of, like, is it Parkta? Is it another thing? Yeah. I can't think of her name. What's oh. a Yaba? Can you look it up? A Yaba? Yeah, I feel like that's Yaba. Lore. The great Yaba or something. <laughs> great, I made up my own uh, person. The Got holy it. cult of Yaba. Well, I am in a cult, so. I'm intrigued to read that later. <laughs> Don't know what it is, though. But yeah, this, I guess this wasn't the girl that was in the Bible. I think it was her sister that there was some tie with. Okay. Something with the Bible. I can't remember what it was. But they're sisters in, like, this lore. Yeah. Why do I feel like I've heard of Greek vampires before? Maybe it's just, like, has been something in media that I've seen a couple times before. But I feel like I've heard of Greek vampires before from somewhere. Yeah. But I don't know where. Well, you read a lot of mythology. You were very into that, so it I makes a lot of sense. I was very into mythology, so. Oh, it was Lamia and Lilith. So Lilith is <gasps> oh, in the Bible. Lilith is, um, uh, she is the... What I remember, she's the she was uh before Eve. She was the first woman Adam yeah, dated, Adam. Mm-hmm. and then she was cast away for her sins and became like the right hand woman for uh the devil, basically like his wife. Yes, yeah, that's what it was. I couldn't remember what yeah. it was, but it was she was the other one. But they basically have very oh. similar. I just found like more information. Stories. In relation wow. to like vampires with Lamia, but Lilith also has a really dark. Wow story to her so go check it out it's just a lot it's too heavy for all of this she could be her own case for but Lilith? yeah Lilith's a lot we should of cover Lilith sometime Lilith is a very should. interesting case I'm pretty sure we don't have to get into it right now I yeah. think she's talked about in the satanic bible that's where her yeah. introduction is I think that's what it is and she's in some interpretation of the bible of the maybe. actual bible I think it said I think maybe. I can't remember what uh chapter it was but we don't have to get into what is it like a uh, religious studies right now. Yeah. But I know that there's like definitely like evidence of Lilith being talked about in some forms of the Bible or yeah. like missing books. And yeah. Stuff. Well, she wasn't one that's still in in the Bible Bible. I can't think of what it's called, but she it wasn't one mm-hmm. of them. But I don't think it was like all the dark stuff. Like there was yeah. some dark elements, but it wasn't nearly. As it was like, like a brief mentioning of her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like part of her story. But yes, that. Was technically her sister, I guess. People call them sisters, Lamia and Lilith. I didn't so. know that. That's so interesting. Yeah, so she's the creepy girl. Aww. So vampire. She could have been all these things. She creepy could have been a vampire. Sisters. She was all of it. <laughs> so uh, the next thing we're going to talk about is the New England vampire pandemic. So A pandemic? A pandemic during a pandemic. Isn't that too soon? Isn't that too soon? <laughs> it's too soon, but it's okay. This is during the 1800s. It's gone. Okay. So during the 1800s, uh, medical practice was nothing of what it is today. Uh, as it was in its early stages, and there will still be much to learn about the human body. Tuberculosis was affecting much of the population. I think that's the most excited someone's ever said the word tuberculosis before. Like, <gasps> tuberculosis! I was just excited I was onto something. I'm just saying. My big brain over here again. <laughs> tuberculosis oh. was affecting much of its population. <laughs> Oh my and its effects on the body were not only new but horrifying. I can't stop laughing. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah, we gotta. <laughs> so we many gotta people like... died. Respectfully, okay. in some cases, leading to I can't leading to mass hysteria over what would be causing such an illness, and vampires were to blame. Oh my god! I was on to it. I just say, <laughs> I didn't read this, so. Oh my gosh! I read like the title of the article and went, "That seems fine." Like I briefly read it, but I didn't see tuberculosis. Wow! Listen, I like. 
read through the concepts. I don't read it all because then I'll get spoiled. Yeah, you don't want to spoil your own case for exactly. you. Exactly. I want like to read it and be like, tuberculosis. <laughs> so, You're like, oh my god. Oh my god, tuberculosis. <laughs> so superstition fueled many medical practices and the expulsion of vampires was no different. And every time a person passed away from tuberculosis, uh, it was called consumption back then. And oh. it was believed their heart would need to be removed and burned and the ashes <gasps> would be a cure for vampirism. Oh, Wait. just like the thing that happened with her. Yeah, so maybe they gave the ashes to the brother just in case he was affected by vampirism. Yeah. Because that, is, whoa. that would make sense. Yeah. The ashes were a cure for vampirism. Like, it was just like, it seemed like it was a graphic torture thing, but now it's like just a medical procedure that needs to be done when a vampire dies. Yeah. Because maybe they were like, oh, maybe the brother's sick because he has vampirism. Let's give him the ashes to cure it. But then he died anyway. That's wild. Ew. So, while this is obviously wildly inaccurate as well as dangerous, no one knew any better during the late 1800s. Of course they didn't. Of course they didn't. And it was until many decades later when uh, more were, more was learned about diseases, their causes, and potential treatments. So, like, they realized, hey, people are dying, and this is stupid. We need to get better at this. So, uh, now we're going to get into a couple vampire stories from around the world, just to, like, talk about a brief Ooh, okay. talk about it. So, while Dracula was drawn almost entirely from the Eastern European idea of a vampire, similar legends have arisen in countries across the world. So, in China, the... Jiangxi are reanimated corpses who feed on the life essence, qi, of their victims rather than their blood. Uh, Chinese myths also held that if a vampire encountered a bag of rice, it would be compelled to count every grain. So, again, with the counting of every... The counting. Count, bon, count. Count, bon, count. So, the arithmetic obsession has also been attributed to vampires in the folklore of South America and India. While various European traditions have seen millet or poppy seeds left with newly buried corpses to distract visiting vampires. So, they wouldn't, like... So they would dig like it intentionally up. leave a bunch of things that you have to count out. To yeah, like to distract them huh. from like digging really up the corpses, like mm. the newly buried ones, which it makes sense. Oh my god, I feel like a salt ring would be like the ultimate like thing because it protects you from demons and it would protect you from vampires because they have to count each like little gram of salt. <laughs> each little grain. Like they're freaking out. You I'd can put some out. vampire, not vampire. Put some like uh, garlic cloves <laughs> and like a ring of rice and salt and stuff. Yeah, just make just make like a good. Uh, Dinner dish with that. A little dinner dish. Here's some rice. We'll stir it in the pot. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> like, hey, Drac, can you can you help stir the rice for a second? He goes, of course. And then he goes, one, But two, I must three. count. He's like picking the rice out of the boiling water. <laughs> Interesting. Ow. <laughs> it's literally boiling and he's just like. His ah. skin's blistering. For ow. <laughs> but he can't Damn. die. He's a vampire. Yeah. No wonder they uh, drink blood. They can't cook. They they can't cook. They can't cook. But you know, he's still going to help with that local soup kitchen in the evenings mm-hmm. only. Exactly. He's going to help make that rice soup in that, that kitchen. That rice soup. He's going to go one, two, a two a three. three. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, last count. A one. After Stop, 400. That's just like the lollipop owl. Oh my god. The tootsie pop owl. he a vampire? I think so. That's where I'm getting that. He has red eyes in the original commercials. And some vampires turn into bats. Mm-hmm. But maybe one but turned maybe into an owls. owl. <gasps> that or makes a lot of sense. maybe he wasn't an owl. Maybe he was a uh, bat Bats this whole time. time. He's a thick bat. A one, a two, <laughs> two a, three. a three. A crunch. And he loses. <laughs> it's perfect. 
Anyway. What if what if vampires did that before they like gather victims? They have like their neck and they lick it and they go like, oh, oh, three. Oh, that's a cute bit. They should have done that for like. Well, I guess that would have horrified children for like a Halloween bit. But... It's a good sketch idea. I'm writing it down. Do it. Get that so paper. It's a, it, we have it on recording. I will go back. I'm sure you'll listen to this after. There's so many episodes where we're like, oh, I have this idea, and we never listen to it ever again. Yeah. And this that's is, okay. This is a side tangent, but I've had uh, people who've listened to the episodes be like, oh my god, that one thing you said in that one episode was so funny. I'm like, what did I say? <laughs> I, like, Honestly, my brain goes on autopilot every time we record one of these. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I guess we did talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, another... Uh, myth various african myths contain vampire like figures mm. like the asan basam which the ashanti people of the west africa described as having iron teeth and living in the trees oh my god okay that i think that's terrifying. honestly scarier than an actual yeah. vampire no. iron teeth and lives in the trees yeah i think we've talked about oh. it before in like past episodes like the water fairies and like things like that too like um or was it mermaids which one was it? Whatever it was, African mythology is just very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very terrifying to some of the monsters they've yeah. like, uh, that's been a part of their culture. I just find it so interesting. Like that is terrifying. Yeah, I want to like, look into more like just creepy mythology and like demon stuff from like different countries because yeah. I feel like it's so much darker than here. Yeah, like a lot of it is so stinking. Like the creepy. United States, we have like a melting pot kind of weird thing of like demons but they have like rich history of like really really dark stuff that they casually pass down to their children i'm like if i heard that at age like seven i don't think i'd be good we're this messed up now can you imagine how messed up we would have been if we were like living there and hearing these stories like how even more sick and twisted (laughs) honestly it might be kind of the same (laughs) we turn out the same (laughs) we would have turned out exactly the same either way (laughs) there's nothing stopping us we're a force to be reckoned with quite literally (laughs) So, the vampire mythos has proved particularly hard to dispel in Malawi. So, in 2003, a governor was attacked because people believed the government was colluding with vampires. 2003? Yeah, so, that's a hot mess. While in 2017, six people were killed after a mob accused them of being vampires. This is all in Malawi. What? I don't know. Is vampires like a very common thing over there? Like popular? I guess so. It said a governor was attacked because people believe the government was like colluding or working. Oh my god. With it vampires. sounds like it's a popular superstition over there or something like that too. Like it's easy to just blame it on. Yeah. Them. It becomes another mass hysteria situation yeah. that seems popular. What if that's their version of like the Illuminati or something like that? Like that's fun. Like I, I'm just trying to think of like what an Americanized version of that would be. Like what yeah. would make people that worried conspiracy wise? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like vampires? Ew. Wow. Ooh. That ain't it. It's always so, weird when we do cases like this and there's sightings or like things happening involving it. That's yeah. like closer to time. Like even when you say like 2000 something, I'm like. Well, this is 2017. The year That's we graduated wild. high school, six people were killed after a mob accused them of being vampires. So it was That's still like wild. hysterical enough that there like people were killed. There's still enough hysteria about it. Yeah, exactly. But also, I'm like, why do we not hear about this stuff in the news I, about vampires and stuff? I, like, I don't know. Maybe they find it like kind of. I don't know, like, convoluted or something? Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's I so interesting. I feel like that's crazy. It kind of reminds me of, like, the X-Files, how there's, like, mm-hmm. certain groups of people who cover that stuff up. Same with, like, um, alien things, mm-hmm. like the, uh, what is it, Men in Black. 
Yeah. Like, cover up vampire, not vampire, cover up alien stories. Maybe there's mm. people who also cover up stuff like that in the government. And they're so coming then, to get us next. Yeah, they're coming for us next. We're knocking on our doors. They're ready to get us. It's so, the count. <laughs> it's the count. Aww. Although modern science has silenced the vampire fears of the past, people who call themselves vampires do exist. So the normal-seeming people Wild. who drink small... I know. <laughs> who drink small amounts of blood in a perhaps misguided effort to stay healthy. Uh, communities of self-identified vampires can be found on the internet and in cities and towns around the world. To avoid rekindling vampire superstitions, most modern vampires keep to themselves and typically conduct their feeding rituals, which include drinking the blood of willing donors in private. That's crazy. So, willing donors in private? Like, there's still people who actively... Think there's vampires feed. where we live right now? In this city? Probably. Oh my god. Which, this gets me into one thing, one last thing, uh. that... Because it is so relevant, I need to play this clip for you. Okay. So, have you seen any of the stuff about Megan Fox? Please tell me you've seen it. About her being a vampire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have yeah, you, have you heard the interview? No. I'm going to play a little clip. This is her talking about her and Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, oh, you had this ready to go. Yes, I had it pulled up because I just want to play it live on here. So, you guys can just hear this little bit of this... Let's see if it plays automatically. This is her on drinking blood. Okay. Was it for me? I guess drink each other's blood might mislead people or like people are imagining us with like goblets and we're like Game of Thrones drinking each other's blood. It's just a few drops, but yes, we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes. I know. Only. (laughs) It is used for a reason and it is controlled where it's like, let's shed a few drops of blood and each drink it. He's much more haphazard and hectic and chaotic where he's willing to just like cut his chest open with broken glass and be like, take my soul. Let me bleed on you. It doesn't not happen. Let me tell you. Maybe not exactly like that. There's no way. And that's from like this year. That's this is like a whole like pop culture thing, but yeah. I feel like Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are messing with us. Thank, yeah. thank God. There's no be. way that was from thank April twenty sixth. That was two days ago. No, I didn't know about this then. Yeah. No, I didn't see that one. Because I only know about the ring one where like she can't take off the ring or it would like hurt her. Oh, I don't like, think she I know has that. an engagement ring that like it'll literally hurt her if she takes it off or something. Oh, that's weird. And she's like fine with it or something. Well, I know like, part weird. of that was something when they first got engaged. Mm-hmm. They did that after they got engaged. Yeah, that's... I was just so creeped out when I heard that because then it set me in the spiral of like, no, I'm doing this case. That was like what really got me. Wait, really? This is what got you? Yeah, that and then I just kept seeing random other small things. Oh, wow. So I was like, I'm just going to do the vampire case just because this is... Yeah, I'm like, this is so relevant. Wow. Just the fact that Megan Fox... What? Openly was like, yeah, we drink each other's blood. Only for ritual purposes. I'm like, what rituals are you doing, girl? What rituals? Tell me more. Megan Fox, come on the podcast. Megan we Fox. We have questions. Please tell us. I'm in, I'm intrigued, disturbed. I would like to know how your time on New Girl was. <laughs> I'd like to know how much. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a majority of it. What are What are your thoughts? Like, in general, wow. do you think vampires are real? Do you think, like, regular vampires are real? Energy vampires are real? Thoughts on everything. Ooh, that's tricky. Yeah. That's tricky. Um, hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to... 
I do think the idea of the energy vampires is very, very interesting, and mm-hmm. I do really like the idea of it, but I also think at the same time, like I said before, <laughs> it feels like that's just a person. Like, yeah. they're talking about just any other human person. Yeah, I'd call anyone that. Um, I do think vampires may exist in the sense of, like, maybe not, like, full supernatural, but maybe in the sense of, like, what Megan Fox is doing almost, too, like, where there's people who are, like, practicing that kind of thing, like, behind closed doors, Mm -hmm. Um, and that might be a ritual that has been, like, a thing for, like, a very long time. Yeah. And that has ties to, I think, witchcraft as well, because they're very close. Ritualistic. Closely oriented together. Um, Okay, so do you believe in vampires in the sense that they're, like, they live forever, they can be rebirthed, they can't see their reflection, stabbed with a stake in the heart, like, the extremes of that, or it's just, like, the ritualistic type vampire? I think it's just weird because like maybe it's just like a personal preference thing but it's like one of those things where I feel like I can get into the idea of werewolves being more real than I can vampires but even though I vampires agree. is more I guess practical if you think I don't know it's I don't just... know it's almost easier to believe there's like a just a weird creature out there mm-hmm. just because it's easy to believe like there's some mutated wolf yeah. out there or some mutated like moth man yeah yeah, Just different exactly. cryptids are a little easier, because it's like, they could have been mutated from something yeah. else. and I feel like with vampires, it's so broad, and there's so many rules sometimes, that it's hard to, like, really distinguish, like, what they are. They're yeah. cool. I love seeing them in, like, medias and stuff. Um, but I, I'm, I'm really not sure. I feel like it could swing either way, and until I see a vampire, uh, you know, like, uh... figure it out. Even though I'm persuading out of <laughs> me being one. Like trying to hide it's it kind from of hard, our audience. Kind of hard not to believe if you already are one, but you got to keep it on the DL, of course. What do you think, though? What's your? I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily necessarily believe in like the supernatural element, which is mm-hmm. <gasps> I know scandalous for me because I want to believe in all well, of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Usually like, I'm the ske- skeptical, even though I'm like very uh, yeah passionate about supernatural. Like I love the idea that it, I don't love the idea. It could be like a demonic <laughs> type. Thing. I love the idea. I of love the idea. Real. I, I hope they are. <laughs> like I love supernatural elements, yeah. but I think part of me is like because this existed for so long throughout. Like, history and around the world, like, it kind of makes sense that maybe it would be some sort of, like, blood condition. And I can see how terrifying it would be in the Dark Ages, too. Exactly. Like, Like, you don't have answers, and I feel like if someone were actively craving human blood, it might be an issue that, like, they're not getting certain nutrients in their Mm -hmm. body that they feel the need to, like, feed on someone else, or it's some sort of disorder within the body. From, like, 1800s time with, like, without modern medicine being a thing. Yeah. Like, Like, I think so it's that. I also think, like, a lot of mass hysteria and, like, people with said condition, if it's an actual blood condition. Oh, yeah. And the mass hysteria could really, like, amplify all of these things. And wow. it's probably just something sort of like the uh, Salem Witch Trials that it just got too crazy. Yeah. And now or it's, even, like, like the legend. dance plague. Like, the a lot plague. of stuff. The 1800s has a lot of, like hysteria to it and yeah it, it, i'm not surprised vampires played a big part in that either like, yeah i'm not surprised by that at all and as far as like the self-proclaimed vampires i think it's like just something people can do, do for like say. ritualistic things like yeah. megan fox or whatever but like i also believe that's just different ritual stuff it doesn't necessarily have to be vampires yeah. but like you said she's some other thing she's gotta she's be playing gotta games be. 
But yeah, that's my take on it. I wow. love supernatural things, but I think that's why I was kind of hesitant at first, because I'm like, vampires aren't usually my thing. Yeah. I mean, we don't but, always have to, like, believe in the cases we're doing either, yeah, like, fully. But it's just, like, the history of it's interesting. Yeah. And the stories around it. I'm like, how like, was that a thing? Like, it was short, but the... Um, the African mythology of vampires seemed much more cool and interesting to me than yeah. uh, like a few of them with like the steel teeth and like hiding in the trees. Like there's such like, a what does that mean? story element behind it. Like that it. almost seems fun. more like my up my alley of like mythological because that's mm-hmm. sort of similar to like something crazy we saw. What was it with steel toad? Not steel toad. The Jack guy. What was his name? Spring Spring Hill Jack. Spring Hill Jack. How he yeah. would like jump over the crazy fences and like that kind yeah. of weird. That's what the mm. steel teeth guy reminded me of. Yeah, no, exactly. It's and just it's, that same it's vibe. weird because Spring Hill Jack actually had like a lot of evidence for him being real, even yeah. though there's like some speculation. It's very interesting because I feel like that's a problem with the vampires. Like I said, it's just so broad. It's very broad. Yeah. Like unless I see an actual vampire turn into a bat somewhere. I think that would be the only thing that ever changed my mind. But right now, I cannot believe yeah. that, like, I'd see a, some like someone turn into a bat and fly away. Mm. Like, that, that's too much for me. <laughs> that is so wild to me. Like, I think this is the first time, not the first time we've ever agreed on something, but I think mm-hmm. this is the first time you and I have been both the skeptical about a case. Yeah. That's so interesting. I think this is the first time that's happened on the podcast. I know. And I still love, I still like vampires. I enjoy yeah. stories about them. They're not mm-hmm. my first choice, but it's interesting enough that I'm like, they can come I, to the party. I'll yeah. let them in. Like, I want to see more content. <gasps> let them in. You invited them in. It's your fault. It's literally your fault. <laughs> but I don't know. That's kind of my thoughts on it. And yeah. just to like conclude, uh, in, cl- in conclusion, the traits of modern day vampires are pretty well established. They have things, can turn into bats, drink human blood can't see themselves, blah, 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 the list goes on. But it's clear that vampires have been the center of so many iconic books, movies, and television shows, and have stories ranging throughout time and all throughout the world. So, I don't know, it's just crazy to me. But I guess the question of vampires are real, and the existence of vampires will forever remain a mystery. mystery. Ah, Blah, ah, blah, 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 blah. blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But yeah, it's a mystery. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. Yes, thank you. This was episode six. You can follow us on the Instagram at the mystery files underscore. Yes. And we will see you next week for my case. Uh Join us. Ah, 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 ah. (laughs) Farewell, friends. Till next time. Bye.